Welcome back, all you skeptical scallywags and scoundrels. Tonight, we explore all along the Watchtower to try and get to the bottom of why some of Hollywood's greatest talents at 27 years young lives fade to black. This is another lithium-rich special of Conspiracy Outposts. I'm your guy, your Matt. I'm Casey. <laughs> I'm Mike. And I'm Jumpin' Jack Joseph. Well, I was going to ask everybody a question to start out. It was like, okay. who? Okay, so, go yeah, we'll, we'll wait. It was heard of the 27 Club. What do you guys know about it? You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll start. Yeah, so we'll wait. Yeah, no, I, I just threw three references in there. I, I was going to try to put yeah. more. I know uh, I was, no, I'm that glad was you good. got it. The only thing that I was like, eh, about is fade to black because uh, I was like, did Cliff Burton die at 27? But he died at 24. Oh, no, no. I was doing an Amy Winehouse for that one. Oh, fade to black. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that Metallica. Was... So. Oh, yeah. That, that could be <laughs> close, I guess, in age. I don't know any. Well, like, he died at 24. Yeah, because I she has that. So I was one of that was on her last album, I think, before she died. Mm. And it all that just a, fades then to that's black. That's a fucking perfect intro, dude. You do. No, is it goes back to fire. black? It might be, dude. It might be goes back to black. Oh, I gotta look. It, I gotta look it up because I might have. I have to redo that intro if I fucked up. Sorry. What that's, is it? Don't say Amy, sorry. That was Amy a dope ass intro. House fades. Thank you, my man. To black. If I had more time, I think I could do more. And I and it all goes back to black. Fuck, dude. It's back to black. I'll have to redo it. Go ahead. Or not. I, got time. I don't have to. That's fine, right? We'll keep it. It's and it's back to black as she's not fades to black. But I think she might say fade to black in the song. Let me see. That's the lyrics. That's actually a really good song, by the way. Amy Winehouse. I liked how bluesy she was. Yeah. Like if actually, there was a reincarnation oh, of Janice Joplin, that was that was it, you know? Yeah, that's what a lot of people said. It was like she was like the second like she was yeah. Actually, I met, the, alike, I met this they? one dude uh who uh his dad or grandfather or something like that drank with Janice Joplin when he was in the mili- when they were in the military Janice or something. Joplin. And she she outdrank like three fucking like people that were in the navy. Like yeah, damn, dude. she was going shot for shot and they were splitting drinks between the three of them and he, she beat all of them. God damn. Yeah. What a woman. Yeah, what a Should woman. Should I redo it and just do uh, back to black? If you want to, yeah. We got time. We're waiting on Joe. The fade sounds better. Yeah. I don't... Um, I don't think it'll sound good if I do that. I would have to kind of rewrite it. That's fine. That's fine, then. That's fine. That's fine. So I don't know how many conspiracies are part of this 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 one, other than you know they sold their soul to the devil. That's the only one I've ever heard of of it. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about it regardless because this is a music based one. And yes. uh, while we're before we talk about the conspiracy, I would just like to talk about the people involved and because pretty almost everyone in the Twenty Seven Club is is a musician. Almost. This is kind of funny. It's. I, Mac Miller's 2015 song brand name contains a lyric uh, to everyone who sell sell me drugs. Don't mix it with that bullshit. I'm hoping not to join this 27 club. Miller died age 26 after consuming counterfeit aspirin. He didn't join the 27 I mean, it, club. Another line. 
Oh, dude, oh, yeah, the pretty, the pretty, the pretty the reckless pretty... released a song titled "Rock and Roll Heaven" in 2021. The song is about the club and mentions explicitly li- explicit lyrics by Jimi Hendrix, Jim, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison. Oh shit, Joseph, you missed this one. The, the, sing- the singer Taylor Momsen wrote the song after falling into a deep depression. Stay after the death of her producer Kato Kwanda and Chris Cornell, the latter of whom her band had opened for the night before his death. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joseph. This well, one. Hey, uh, if Mac, if, uh, Joseph, if people do uh, come back to life, like haunted and shit, I'm sure Chris Cornell's uh, grave is a sound garden. You shut the fuck oh, up. Shit. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Joseph, uh, Mac he Miller's 2015 song. His skin looks like you missed this one. Leather. Joseph, you missed this one. Uh, Mac Miller's 2015 song brand name contains the lyrics. To everyone who sells me drugs, don't mix with that bullshit. I'm hoping to not join the 27 Club. Miller died age 26 after consuming counterfeit oxycodone pills that contained fentanyl. <laughs> so he didn't join the 27 Club. He died, no, dude, he died a year before. That's my issue with a lot of this stuff. It's like, dude, they, a lot of them, like in that documentary, were saying it was like it was the age of uh, people experimenting with drugs. Like, because a lot of people do a lot of drugs in their early 20s. That's why I asked you what, um, how old was when he died like there's a couple people i know that fucking either got in accidents or fucking od oh, and it's always like in their years. late 20s so he had been like 27 or 28 yeah that's what i'm saying it's it is like a natural Ooh, fucking age plus. of people fucking dying like of be drug related shit around there well there's a lot I, of but people... i don't know if all of them are i know um but, uh, amy winehouse for, for, there's a lot of people that didn't die of drug overdose though Oh yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. yeah, there's uh people died of like some of them heart problems, murder. Yeah, yeah. See, that's uh, different. I'm I'm just saying a lot of people like execution. Fell off a horse and died from the injuries. Was that? Dude, how old, how old was um how old was Superman when he did that on the horse? When he did what? that on a horse. Oh, um, are you talking about Christopher name? Reed? Christopher Reed, yeah. He tried to make a jump. Uh, are we recording now? He tried to do a jump and his horse wasn't having it. So he fucking, uh... <laughs> his horse wasn't with it. His horse was oh, like, died. Nah. oh, did he die? Wait. Did Christopher Reed uh, get ALS? Oh, did he die uh, at no, 30? No, dude. No, Christopher Reed he got in a horse accident and severed something in his spine. And so he was paralyzed from the neck down. He died mm. of bed sores. He wasn't 27 when he died, but I wouldn't know when the He's accident 30. He was 30 when it happened? He was 30 I mean, when he, he died. died as like a... Wait, what? Really? I think so. Chris Reed, a three-time Olympic figure skater for Japan, has died at... Wait, 30... No, that's no, that's a, that's a different... The actor. The actor. Yeah, the yeah, actor see, had to oh, be Oh, shit. Sorry, 50, Superman. Superman. Because he was the old Superman. 52. Maybe he died 52. 52. Yeah. I figured it was in his 50s. He died of bed sores, didn't he? That's sad. Yeah, they weren't it's, taking care of the bed sores. It's or they were general herpes. I'd call that's uh, so uh let's get into this. What what do you, what do you guys know of the 27 club because I, I I know about this one. This is this is one that I chose and this is one that I I wanted to talk yeah. about just cuz I I love rock music and a lot of these people happen to be in the rock music yeah. genre. Well then you'll love this. They all deserved it. <laughs> just kidding. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> hey, can we just talk about Kurt Cobain for one second? No, this this is a part of the podcast. He wanted to die anyway, so I mean we can't be that sad. He he didn't want to be here anyways. 
<laughs> God damn. <laughs> well, they, uh, well, depending on what you think of the of of the co- conspiracy we already talked about. Well, no, no, I'm not even talking about prior. I mean, prior right. to that, like he, he oh yeah, he about suicide yeah. a lot. I mean, maybe it so, was all for show. Maybe he would. Like one of those, uh, I mean, because he was very hipsterish, like with his like kind of thing. It's like, no, I want to be underground. I don't want to be mainstream. Yeah. Like it's very hipsterish. So I mean, he could have been faking some of those suicide things, but maybe you not. know it's crazy. So most of like majority of the theories, I are I I guess one of the 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 like the main leading theory behind it is that like say um they sold their soul for 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 all yeah, that talent, all that crazy stuff, right? Fentanyl. Before we get too much in that, I was going to say with the Kurt Cobain, what if it wasn't Kurt Cobain that sold his soul, but it was Dave Grohl that sold Kurt Cobain's soul. So that way he could, <laughs> he could get big. He's like, dude, I'll, I'll be in this fucking shitty fucking... band until Kurt's like fucking 26 or 27. And then, okay, after that, you take him. You take him. You give food fires like, to me. Well, like, we know one the, thing. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't fucking Courtney Love that did it because her band sucks and they never got anywhere. Oh, after dude, the devil. No, the devil's <laughs> like, and what gives you right to a soul? Oh, he gave it to me one night when we were shooting up heroin. And he's like, okay, what are you going to call your band? Foo Fighters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> did did Grohl like, ever right, do heroin and hard drugs? Uh, no, I, I don't. That, that was just a, a joke. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know if he, he seems did. like a I mean, very put together person. Right like oh, he just seems very well. well yeah, he believed you know, the world was burned to the ground. We're recording this one. Wait, what, like a, one a week out, <laughs> we're recording this a week after the Taylor Hawkins <laughs> memorial. Did you guys watch that? Get, dude, there is no yeah, difference it. in my head. It in was, my head I watched no it. Difference. Dude, there's like, there was some heartbreaking and fucking dope ass moments in that. Very sad moments. Um, but very, very uplifting, awesome moments at the same time. Very good special. Um, nice. What What do you know of this one, Casey? Y- you're You're the conspiracy guy yeah. out, out of us. I keep you're mixing up Foo Fighters and Matchbox Twenty. I've actually, I, I actually never heard of this until you told me about it when we changed whatever episode we had for this. When we uh, switched it up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I never heard of this before. So it's mm. pretty cool. Casey, it's crazy you never heard of this because your anus actually died at 27. (laughs) I was going to say something, but I lost it, so it's fine. But we could just talk (laughs) about where this uh, conspiracy actually came from. Well, let's just talk about the the 27 Club first and dive deep into who's in it. Well, well, that's what I was going to say. Where the 27 Club, like like, why it became a thing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, but the the history of the 27 Club. There's many people that are in the 27 Club from many big bands. There's many people from the 27 Club, a lot of them being from, you know, big bands. I guess there's a couple actors and poets and shit and like shit like that in there, but most of them are musicians. Um, just to name a few being like Brian Jones, the original bassist of Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, you know, everybody knows who that is. Jimi Hendrix from the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Had tons of great songs like Fire, uh, All Along the Watchtower, fucking Purple Haze. Great fucking musician. Janis Joplin, another phenomenal musician known as a, you know, very competent drinker, even though that's not what took her out. And then Jim Morrison, the singer of The Doors, also all died at 27. And this was like in a very short time period you know, between like 69 and 70, something around there. And that's where like a big 
thing with the 27 club came up. That's where the coincidence got noticed that a lot of these people died at 27 in this very short time. And then later on, you know, other people died like Kurt Cobain and uh, Amy Winehouse. Um, I think Joe was talking about dude from Matchbox 20. Is that true? Or were you just fucking around? I was just fucking around. No, I was fucking around. But like Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, um, lot, lot, lots of musicians. I I know mostly musicians. I don't know if there's any other ones, but I, I I wanted to do this one because I listen to a lot of rock music. There's a lot of rock musicians in this. But I guess like Mike, what I was saying was, um, yeah, he died in Eye Zombie. But I was making a joke about him dying. Yeah, here's someone uh, that that is part of the 27 club that died, you know, somewhat, somewhat recently. That is not a musician. Anton Yelchin who played Chekhov in the new, uh, star Trek reboot. He died at 27. He accidentally hit himself with his car and died. Hey, fun fact. The doors was actually a big inspiration to tech. He night. hit himself with his own car. Yeah. Like he, he, his like, car. What do you mean? Like he put his car in neutral and he rolled. And then he like, he had to, yeah. And then it trapped him and then he suffocated to death from the weight of the car. So Shut it is kind up. of, I, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Fucked up way to die. You know, he asphyxiated himself with a car. He didn't even get to jack off for it. Sucks. <laughs> that happened. No, Dude, that's like how that. we don't know it if did. So I guess it does happen. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't it happened he... the day with Carradine, but he's part. Uh, yeah, of, he, was, he was part. Of, he was part of the '77 club. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know when he died, but no, but like one of the first people I ever heard. I, I didn't know this when I looked up the '27 club today. I found uh, multiple people before this one person, but the first person I heard of that started the whole rumor of the '27 club conspiracy was Robert Johnson who is the founder of blues and therefore rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And he had, you know, a lot hey, of hits um, I, like crossroad blues and stuff like that, in which he talks about selling his soul to the devil. There's, there's a lot of fucking songs that have to do with uh voodoo and, and, and devil shit in his music. And, but like, he's, um, he's considered, I think the first for most people, but there were a couple before him that have been added to the club even though Robert Johnson's kind of like the main figurehead of, of the, the weird shit that went on the people before him were, uh, Alexander Levy in, uh, and he died in 1892, January 17th, 1892. And he was a composer and pianist. Um, people don't know how he died. And then, uh, Louis Chauvin who died in oh, on March 26th, 19 asphyxiation. He died on March 26, 1908, and he was a ragtime musician, and he died from neurosyphilitic sclerosis, which sounds kind of like syphilis. I don't know exactly what it is, but, dude, if this is syphilis, then that's kind of fucked. It's an infection of the central nervous system. That's what he died. And then the the person who... who uh, is right before Robert Johnson in the list that I'm looking at for the 27 club is Rupert Brooke. And he was a poet and he died of sepsis, which that's a terrible way to go. My fucking kid just came in here and I thought she was coming to talk to me. So I fucking pulled my ear or my headphone back. And it turns out she just was coming in here to give me a wet willy <laughs> right into my fucking ear and then started laughing and took off running. What a punk. No, but th- there's, there's many, many great, 
actors, musicians, and just, you know, a lot of famous people that have, uh, you know, joined the 27 club. I wanted to say so when you said uh, Jim Morrison, uh, Tech Nine's actually a big ass fan of uh, of the Doors. They actually named his label after their one of their songs, two of their songs, Aspen. Yeah, let's just go over like a couple that I that I said that some some bigger names at least at least in in uh in my eyes because I I listen to a lot of rock. Um, but after you know Robert Johnson, there's quite a few people in between. You know, uh, jazz pianists, singers, R&B singers, just various vocalists and members of a lot of rock bands. But like the next one that I recognized would be uh, Brian Jones, who was the original uh, bass player. And he also played guitar on albums of uh, Rolling Stones. And he actually drowned in a swimming pool. So it's like you you would guess like a lot of people assume that a lot of the 27 Club, they're just in here because of... uh, drug overdose but there there's quite a few that are not drug overdose brian jones being one of them and he drowned in a pool um and i believe rolling stones even though they've had the same session musician working with them every fucking year they don't actually list him as an official member um brian jones so technically never got replaced even though they've been using the same guy on bass for years and in studio he's not listed as an official member since Brian Jones died, which is kind of fucked up, but kind of cool at the same time, I guess. What do you think about that, Matt? How would, how would you feel if, uh, say, say you died and we got a new singer, but we never said they were part of the band. I'd be like, that's kind of fucked. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that, that would, you gotta throw that's kind of shitty that they haven't thrown there. Hey, dude, no, that, that's how Panic at the Disc, not, it's not like that, but Panic at it the Disc. It is kind of like that, I guess. Like, yeah, Panic. Brandon Panic Yuri. is only Brendan Yuri. Brandon Yuri, like, the yeah, only that's what he, well, yeah, that's what he's like, I am Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Everybody like, else is just background. Yeah, um, you don't have a diva mindset at all, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Brandon Yuri is like the most there's a lot of rock singers that mainly do. He's, pop. he's a he very talented dude. Pop. He's a multi instrumentalist, yeah, no, but like, it's like there's still. no there. There's very light rock in that man's music. Like it's mainly just like pop. Like he's very very poppy. He released like, a like a thing of him with him screaming like a little death metal jam I'm, that he did, which was kind of cool. I'm surprised he doesn't do a lot because a lot of like rock people like that, like Adam Devine, Adam Devine, or Adam Adam Levine. Levine. Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of the workaholics. Yeah, of, um, uh, Adam Levine, no, it's like they uh, generally become uh, they're Maroon so Five. They, yeah, they generally they're so poppy yeah. that they generally become like well, a hook well, man listen, listen to their like first two albums. It's not poppy. It's very oh no, not sounding. Well, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. I have listened actually to with like harder written. to breathe. I'm talking and, about uh, him now. Yeah, he's oh, yeah they went hella pop. But Lincoln Park did the same shit. So I mean, Lincoln, Lincoln Park, Park became, went hella pop, but it took them way they went new, than Maroon yeah, 5. but new metal and the pop. Yeah, but also, well, they probably have more albums. Well, Lincoln Park's last album was their poppiest one, but still, it still had edge to it. The, and had it had some very deep lyrics, and I feel like Maroon Five lost. They tried they went, to get they went with, a rock sound with like Hunting Party, yeah. but I just could not get into Hunting Party. Yeah. But I, I feel like Maroon Five, they uh, except for the song they they, they, re- they really uh, they went they went super pop. Like yes, they had songs with good lyrics, but not like Linkin Park lyrics. 
You no, know, Linkin Park was still good even when yeah. they were. I'm not. I'm. I'm not dissing on pop music completely. It's just the genre, like bending kind of stuff. Yeah. And if yeah. you're in a band, like the whole band should have focus. And like pop singing, like rock bands, they only focus on one person. You can't even name the other people in their original band most of the time yeah. or anything because they take the band name with them no matter what they do. Like the oh, only no. bands, yeah. the only bands I know. Well, I don't listen to a whole lot of like rock bands. I listen to a lot of rap rock bands. They yeah. generally well, you listen to rap more than anything, don't you? Like, yeah, I, that's why I'm I saying I'm, not I'm, I'm a, I'm a fucking that. metalhead. So, I mean, right now I'm wearing an Iron Maiden shirt for fuck's sake. Yeah, no, you know, but like, I mean, yeah, that's a tank like, shirt. I cut the sleeves off. Oh. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying Brandon Yuri. He is, but that's not that's not discrediting crediting his music at all. It's still good. Oh no, he's fucking yeah. he's fucking great. It may have seemed that I was talking down on him. I, I'm not. Well, in the sense that it's like I am Panic at the Disco. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's a very it's like a that. very diva thing to say. But no, he's a great uh, musician. Yeah, multi multi instrumentalist number one, and he I'm writes not, some good music. Even yeah. even what Joseph is trying to say is that he's upset that Brandon didn't make the club. Yeah, <laughs> I should. would be very upset if if he <laughs> if he had died at twenty seven. I had high high hopes, guys. I had high high hopes. Okay, I just wanted to did. see the death of a bachelor, but I couldn't see any of this. Okay, <laughs> that that was God nice. Damn. That was nice. <laughs> Those are the same album? No, 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 I like um I don't remember what they're called. Well, all his bonus stuff is great. Yeah. All, yeah, all his bonus saying. stuff is the usually ends up being my favorite. Are my favorite. But they don't make it yeah. to the actual album cut. And it's Which because it, it's I guess because it's not themed. Um, it's not themed. What's that song? It's like so it's taken every chance I got, like the man I know I'm not. That wasn't on his actual album. I don't think it's not on any of the Spotify albums. That's a good song. You know what um, song I'm talking about? Yeah, I, don't I remember do. what it's called. All right, let's <laughs> let's get back to it. Twenty Seven Club. So, anyways, right. uh, dude, it's between, too much music between, related between, shit. It's gonna keep spinning. No, no I, this is what I want. I want us to talk about music. This is this is one of the reasons I want to do this one is because music's my shit. You know. 3, I miss all yeah. <laughs> so in between Brian Jones and, and the next big one that I know is Jimi Hendrix. Uh, there's Alan, Alan blind owl Wilson, who I'd never heard of before, but he was the lead singer of can't heat. And he died of a drug overdose, which is not very surprising in this category of people. But yeah, if, the next, if I'm not mistaken, he actually, he got high and he was blind and he thought he was an owl and he jumped off a building. The fucking wrong no. <laughs> and it was a hoot. And it was a hoot. <laughs> So the next one being Jimi Hendrix, ooh, ooh. the fucking riff or the man I'm on not guitar make fucking about him cuz that man was a beautiful man. Dude, apparently he died of it from the list what it says is he died of asphyxiation, but I thought he died of overdose. Like I wonder how that happened, yeah. Maybe maybe he fucking threw up and choked on his puke. Because that would be considered asphyxiation. I'm going... Mm-hmm. Hold yeah. on. I'm going to look it up even further because I thought he died of overdose, but it says it's asphyxiation. Hey, wait, wait. How old was um, uh, River Phoenix when he died? Oh, fuck. Um, if I... 
I, I got to look that up. Hold up. Let, I'm looking up Jimi Hendrix right now, but I look up, are you looking up River Phoenix, Aspirated, Matt? Jimi yeah, Hendrix aspirated on vomit and a result from an overdose of drugs. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, oh, he, yep. oh, that's yeah. He Never fucking, mind. he died at 23. He, I thought he was a part of the 27 yeah. too. He wasn't, he died right it in front seems, of the, It uh, seems like he, yeah, he died in front of the, the fucking what snake, the Viper, snake, the Viper. Viper club. Yeah. Yeah. The Viper club. I'm pretty Johnny, sure Johnny Depp owned that yeah, club. Yeah. Johnny, no, Johnny Depp was a, a frequenter of that club. He might have bought. He might have. I thought he bought it out but, later. But he was. I'm pretty sure he was there when uh, River Phoenix died. Yeah, and the, it started going oh, downhill. The drugs. I think. I think uh, Charlie Sheen was there too. Dude, there was a lot of people. Counting Crows singer used to bartend there for fun because it just really? got him out of his head. Yeah, I watched a documentary. There's a good, a good documentary on Hulu. It's called The Dark Side of the '90s. And that was one of the episodes and the singer of counting crows that one of the episodes is the Viper room and the singer of counter uh, counting crows, something was happening. Something was going bad in his life and he would go there and he just start going behind the, the bar and it just, it, he was having a good time. Like it made him feel good again. Yeah. So, but um, it, I, I, I didn't realize how big that man's gotten. Yeah. So big, I don't, big. I don't, I don't know if I said it earlier, but Brian Jones, the, the, the Rolling Stones member that died, died in Ju July 3rd, 1969. And then Jimi Hendrix passed away on September 18th, 1970 after choking on his vomit from a drug overdose. Um, and then the next person on the 27 club next in line, at least on this list that I'm looking at, there could be people that are just not part of the list. I don't know. Oh. But like, I can't Sorry, think of anybody with in between these people. Like when I think of like the main members, I think of a lot of these, these rockers that I know the next person just, just fucking a month later, damn near like not even a month from September 18th. The next person to die on October 4th, 1970, just a couple weeks later, Janice Joplin of drug overdose. And, and it says most likely she died of a heroin overdose. Dude, and that you was know Janis Joplin being one of the best singers in the sixties and probably one of the best uh, female singers, just period. You know, uh, especially with that that grungy, very uh, raw vocal style. I think the next person to probably be very similar to her James was probably probably a Amy Winehouse was probably the closest to her that I can think of. She's also in the club, and we'll get to her. But Janis Joplin had fucking great songs that you probably heard like. Uh, me and Bobby McGee, and uh, you guys heard those. What's that other one? <laughs> you and your buddy McGee heard those. <laughs> uh, Fuck you, dude. Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> motherfucker, maybe lose my train of thought, you asshole. Uh, if you help run the trade, I'm there for you. But if you want to get back to where you started, I don't know. So song you motherfucker. <laughs> Mike, Mike. So, so, I mean, so. I beg to differ about Jan Janet Joplin. Janice Joplin. Come Joplin. on, bro. Jesus Christ. Dude, I've been drinking a lot. Okay, fuck it. Uh yeah, I'm, such a beer I'm doing fine. I think yeah, but I've been drinking. Um I beg to differ because Edda Edda James is the best singer. Okay. Oh, good fuck. Yeah. Well, if we're that, dude, that was longer than 10 seconds, I think. So some of that would have to be cut. Dude. Um, dude, but also, if we're just talking about like great female singers, I was, yeah. I was just joking. Uh, there's I was just plenty. Like, they're dude, both, there's, they're there's both fucking terrific. Aretha Franklin in there too. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely one hundred percent. No, Queen I was. I was just making a joke. Fucking so I Tina Turner, same song. fucking time period. Come on. I think that was more of a me and Matthew. I think me and Ma- I think that was more of an inside joke with me and Matthew, and because uh, we used to do that a lot. Endless. But no, it's a really great song. Um, a lot of those people yeah, make it. Uh, Mike, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, yeah. It came prior to whatever. It was Johnny Depp and Sal Janko, who was a co-star on Twenty One Jump Street. Who mm-hmm. owned the club with Johnny Depp? Okay, so they yeah they were part time owners for it. I think they bought it. I don't know if they're the ones that opened. It. I think they just bought it. But yeah, sorry yeah. that that was but, just no. With Janis yeah, Joplin, what I was what I was I was gonna yeah. list her two two most popular songs if people wanted to look them up. And I'm not the biggest Janis Joplin fan, but anytime she comes on, as, as I'm not changing the fucking song. But it's not someone that I go and look up just just myself. But I do like her. Um, but her two big songs that most everybody should know is me and Bobby McGee. And then, uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> don't fucking laugh. Uh, hey, Bobby, hey, my McGee. Heart. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what was the other one? Uh, I believe it's called a piece <laughs> it was, of my heart. Piece of my heart. I think the other one was called yeah. hey, um, when you it, edit the, the other one was called joppy toppy, but going down the list after Janice Joplin, um, just like don't say it. A, a six months later, damn near from October to March. So March thirteenth, nineteen seventy one, Arlister Dyke Christian. Why'd you say it? <laughs> was murdered, and he was You're the front man. Contradiction: You can't be a dyke and be a Christian at the same time. It doesn't make sense. He, he was front man and bassist of a band called Dyke and the Blazers. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a, it's not a, only is he a dyke, but he's blazing up. That's definitely not Christian. Yeah, no, dude. No, yeah, that's, that's like, uh, what is that? That's like, that's dude, like, please look up that band real quick and play a little bit of music because I've never heard of them, but apparently he was murdered. So I want to look well, more into what's the band? It's Dyke Lesbian and Ray the Blazers. Dyke. In the blazer, it's a lesbian reggae Ooh, band. Funky Broadway, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, give me one thing. I might have a commercial, so I'm gonna turn off the thing. It, it's it's a lesbian reggae band. I'm gonna wait till it gets back. I already got a song up. Dyke and the Blazers, Funky B Way Part One and Two, but you can almost think of it as Byway Part One and Two. Dyke and the Blazers. B-way. It's B-way part one and two. It's a five-minute song, but the, the actually it's kind B-way. of funky at the beginning. I am I'm actually digging it's the beginning funky. of it. Oh fuck yeah, I like it. Yeah, no, it sounds good. That's pretty dope. Dude, that it, it is it kind of sounds like James Brown. Oh, I get down with this. I fucking, you, you, you can cut the, you can stop that now, but we're yeah, going to play that a little was about bit of that. 34 that, seconds. It, so where, wherever you want to cut and paste. Yeah. That, we probably like, have to cut a lot of this conversation, than, right? No, if we talk over the song, we can put it on. Is that how that works? Okay. I, I just know that Joe Rogan and them, they, they always say, and the same thing with workaholics, their podcast, they play. They can. They have to play less than ten seconds of it without it being a copyright infringement. I, I heard it, you. If you don't talk over it, you have, you have to play less than ten, and then if you talk over it, you can play thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, I, yeah. 
It's just that intro was beautiful. Like I heard Dude, it when I first the opened fucking, it. That brass section in that fucking... you got to hear the voice. That was actually really good. Yeah, it it sounds like fucking James Brown. That brass section is fucking killer in that band. How have I never heard of that band? Probably because it's called Dyke of the Blazers. <laughs> so like, lesbian call, Rastafari. Speaking of James Brown, now <laughs> I gotta try me. Matthew, remember the Busy Bone song? They he sampled try James Brown. Me. Try me. Yeah. Yeah. Always be true. So, a- after Alistair Dyke Christian died in on March 13th, 13th 1971, just a couple months later, on July 3rd, 1971, Jim Morrison died of heart failure. And again, what I was saying before, Mike, that Tech 9 legit over the doors, um, the two songs they had, there was, um, God damn it, what was it? There was strain. There was something. People of the strange or people. Yeah. Well, there's two different songs. I think it was. It was. It was two different strange songs. But that's what he named his label, Strange Music, based off of that. He actually went to Jim Morrison's grave and poured um, Jack Daniels out on it and everything, (laughs) because he was a big fan. And he actually ended up doing a song. I think in 2010, 2013. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure he did a song with the bandmates of uh, the doors. Like they did an actual mm. song together or whatever ones are alive. As he referred to, it was crazy to do a song with Jim Morrison's homies. Or was, like did that. he actually die of heart failure? I thought he died of fucking drugs. I don't know I, what he complications. died of. I just, uh, I just thought that was a is fun that what fact. It says? Tech no, nine that, cool, a lot of times it is, you know, tech nine is like the biggest independent, uh, like music fucking whatever thing. Yeah, strange mm-hmm. music. It's like one of the biggest like independent. Oh, he things. built it. Definitely. He did it from his ground yeah. up. He Tech signed Nine to did nobody. it from the ground up himself. It's an independent label he built from the ground up, and strange. It's called Strange Music, and it is literally the name strange. is based off of music. the Doors songs. So that's dope as fuck. I thought that was a very fun tidbit to put in there, because I'm a big be- fan of Tech Nine and Strange Music. I'm mainly Nine? a big fan of uh, Brother Lynch, but. Yeah, I I mean, Brother Lynch is my favorite, and Godimus. We need, we don't need to go down the list there. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a fun it's just a fun fact because it's like that's one of the biggest fucking independent like labels. Yeah, but I was gonna say probably complications. You know how it is. It's like it could be because of drugs, but ultimately, what led to his death was probably heart failure. <laughs> It's like kind of like how like, like, like. Dude. Okay. So yeah, he, he had, he had drove his health into the ground from drinking and, and doing drugs. And then he died of heart failure. Sick. Dude. But like, dude, at the time of Morrison's, hold on. I'm going to read this. At the time of Morrison's death, there were 37 paternity actions against him. Um, yeah, he might have, but he after might have he died, uh, like none of them went forward with it after he died. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Maybe his, his estate was just like, yeah, fuck you guys. Or, or maybe they were just fucking bogus. I don't know. God damn, dude. Nice. But the next year in May 3rd, 1972, Leslie Harvey of the stone of stone, the crows, a Scottish, a, he was the guitarist in a Scottish band called stone. The crows died of electrocution. 
Dude, I wonder if he died on stage from electrocution. I wonder if anybody that's seen him get electrocuted seen the whole uh, black and white skeleton thing every time he got shocked, like in the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> and also, a fun fact, did your, your hair frizzes from electrocution. Do you think his taint hair also frizzed? Dude, no, he died on stage. He touched a microphone that wasn't grounded and he fucking electrocuted oh. to death. I'm, like I, like I said, I wonder if he got electrocuted on stage. Yeah, he did. He touched a microphone that wasn't grounded and we, fucking died. We we talked about this. The uh, dude, I'm not. This, like, that's a fucked up. up way to die, but that is the dopest way to go out on stage in front of. How, does it say how big the crowd was? Is there any like information? Uh, on that? Hold on, let me let me go back. Because go back. the die in front of like hell of your fans like that, like fucking. So Harvey was a co-founder of the Stone Crows, and in late in late 1969, it was while on stage with the Stone Crows in Swansea, top rank in 1972, that he was electrocuted after touching a microphone that was not earthed or grounded, while the fingers of his other hand were holding the strings of his guitar. It had been incorrectly stated that the incident happened on a rainy day with puddles on the stage. However, Swansea top rank was an indoor venue, and therefore this was not possible. A roadie attempted to unplug the guitar, but was unsuccessful. Harvey died of his injuries at 27. It doesn't say how big the crowd was, but dude, that fucking sucks. That sucks, but I mean, I'd much rather go dead on stage go dead i'd much rather die on stage than fucking not whatever like that's die, one hell of a way to go out you hear if you're gonna have to crazy, die this is you better die that crazy, way Joe? rather than in like a car accident or something after you want to you want to hear about someone who died on stage that's fucking nuts wait, wait before you say that can i just say uh does anybody else remember the lincoln park stage thing matthew i'm sure you do where they literally <laughs> collapsed the ground like jumping and everything i don't know do you remember that? That's pretty They did a cool. venue thing where they That's legit scary. fucking the ground collapsed, like it dented in and everything. I don't remember what the, the what was going on with the ground thing, but it was like it was crazy. Uh yep. Yeah, um Mike continue. Sorry. That was actually less fucking So, uh, so this this next person that I'm gonna talk about, he's not in the twenty seven club, but just Joe talking about people dying on stage. I want to bring this up. So Dude, you want to hear something wild? So Dimebag Daryl, the guitarist of Pantera, is playing with this new band called Damage Plan. His brother on drums, you know, different singer, different bass player than Pantera, but he was on guitar. A fucking uh, crazy Pantera, a crazy fan who was a fan of Pantera who wasn't on his meds, walked up onto the stage and shot him in the back of the head. Damn. Fucked up, right? Got Lincoln. And then the fucking cop went in and... uh, shot that guy in the back of the head with a shotgun. He was a Pantera fan. <laughs> the cop was. Dude, that, that, that ruined crazy. that cop's life. He apparently had like severe PTSD afterwards. Wasn't Dimebag Daryl? He was well, young yeah. too, wasn't he? Like 26 or something? That sounds he like a wrestling name. In which case, if you, dude, he... If, with that wrestling name, if that's his own fault, if he didn't DDT that guy with the gun before he could shoot him, I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn, sorry. Joe. <laughs> okay, so the next person. Oh, never mind. He was 38. Club. Oh shit, dude. Never mind. Yeah. He was 38. The next yeah, person in him. the 27 club being Ron Pigpeng McKen- McKernan. Dude, don't even. These names all sound like wrestlers. I can't do <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> Ron Pigpen McKernan died March 8th, 1973. Almost a year after Leslie Harvey. 
I'm and he was a, he was the founder. <laughs> I was the pin whatever Mike said, and I'm going to play the hell of this show. The Holy shit! Never seen. I did not know. Okay, this was a founding member and keyboardist of the Grateful Dead. The Grateful okay. Dead. I didn't know he was part of the. What? I didn't know that. I never listened to them because all their fans slit their wrists. They have two drummers in their band. They're fucking dope. I'm just kidding. But he died of a gastrointestinal hemorrhage associated with alcoholism. Analism. Dude, I... Associated with analism. So the the next guy, Roger Lee... uh, Roger Lee... Roger Lee Durham died in July 27th, 1973... Just a couple months after after uh, the Grateful Dead guy, and he was a singer and percussionist of the band Bloodstone, and he fell off a horse and died. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just thinking of Christopher Reed again. Or wait, yeah. Christopher Reed. <laughs> Christopher Reed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's actually, yeah. <laughs> Superman punch. And then there's uh, Pamela Corson. Singer and percussionist. Died in 1974. She was a longtime companion to Jim Morrison and heir to his estate. She died of a heroin overdose. I'm going to go through these next ones pretty quick because I don't recognize them very much. Um, there was Wallace Wally Yawn, who died in August 12, 1974. He was the organ player of the band Chase, and he died in a plane crash. He Dave also Alex- chased organs. Dave Alexander died in February 10th, 1975, and he was the bassist of the Stooges. And he died of pul- pulmonary edema. Wait, 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 yeah, hold yeah. on. Which, which the, one? The other two Stooges are still alive. He, it was yeah, I was going to say, which one was it? It was, was Mo. Okay, that's all I need to know. All right, Okay, continue. one. <laughs> you guys are fucking... You don't know who the Stooges are? Come on. Yeah, we do. They're three idiots. Slapstick, bro. It's slapstick, bro. They're the, <laughs> slapstick. They're the epitome of slapstick comic. <laughs> and and, and then, I got to tell you, dude, that used to get people hard. When they slapstick, people slap dick. Like, that's how that yeah. shit used to happen back then. <laughs> and, okay, and then there was Pete Ham, who died in April 24th, 1975. And he was the keyboard and guitarist and leader of Badfinger. He died by how suicide. Suicide, suicide by hanging. So, so, by, so, in the end, he still went ham. Because he's like, hard. I, I'd say if the Clintons were more prominent then than the, that they did it, because they tend to kill people that way. But, you know. Kennedys are harsh. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's Gary Thane, who died December 8th, 1975. And he was a former oh, bassist of Uriah Heep and the Keith Hartley Band. And he Dude, died of a, of a heroin overdose. That ain't no Thane. That happens all the time back then. I'm sorry. Then there's Cecilia. One name. Apparently she thinks she's fucking dope. She has one name. August 2nd, 1976. She's a singer. Doesn't say for for who. I guess it guessing she's the singer of Cecilia, but she died in a traffic collision, car crash. Damn, Collisia. That's not that good. I'm sorry. Then there's Helmut Colin, who died May 3rd, 1977, of carbon monoxide poisoning. And he was the bassist of 1970s proc band Trivium Triumvirat. Triumvirat? I've never heard of that. And then Chris Bell, December 27th, 1978. So when he died, he's a singer, songwriter, and guitarist of power pop band Big Star. And he died in a car crash. So he died in a big car. Anyways. Like, uh, 
Okay, so a lot of these, you know, I mean, there could be a thing. Yeah, there's the there's a lot there's a lot of like names that I don't recognize. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, and that's guitarists, the thing, too, because... poets, and stuff. But a lot of yeah. them. Let's just go down the line. Traffic collision, traffic collision, fall from a height, probably suicide. That was Alexander Baklakleshev. However, the fuck you say that name. Amar Singh Chamakila, Cham Chamkila, Chamkila was murdered. He was a composer. That was in 1988. John Michael Basquet, drug overdose from a speedball. Fuck, went hard. And then fucking motorcycle accident, drowning accident, plane crash, cancer, horoscope. <laughs> fuck. Murdered. I was I was an he Aries a, on a waxing moon. I couldn't survive. And then after Mia Zapata, who died in 1993, she was murdered. She was the lead singer of the Gits. We have Kurt Cobain, died April 5th, 1994. Founding member and lead singer, a guitarist and songwriter of Nirvana. Suicide by gunshot. His feelings were hurt, Vana. He was going mainstream. He wanted to die anyways. Let's get over it. <laughs> what 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 do you guys think? I know I didn't list off all the names, but like you saw I that most, say, of, most of those ones that I just read off were not drug. There was a lot of fucking just accidents. Yeah, but also you gotta that's what I was gonna say. Is there like a fucking percentage of musicians that are alive to die, like on a ratio? There's a lot of people that are entertainers, like musically or actors or fucking I guess poets. I don't fucking know. But the fact is, like, you know, there is, like, all those people. But, I mean, like, what's the percentage of, like, the people that... Dude, you guys want to hear something fucking weird? So, a couple months... Dude, a couple months later, Kristen Pfaff of... Uh, died of drug overdose, heroin overdose in June 16, 1994. A couple months after Kurt Cobain. Bassist of Hole, who was Courtney Love's band. The basis of whole died heroin overdose. Now that me, is now that is crazy. Kill? That is crazy. Yeah, because if she you got a fucking Halo double metal? kill, double kill. If she got a double kill, then that's crazy. But I'm I'm saying with the whole 27 thing, I mean, you know how many musicians there are in the world. It gets to a point where it's like coincidences. You can't believe in coincidences if it's always a fucking like yeah. Conspiracy we'll everywhere. we'll get to that conspiracy what? because there's there's some shit that I need to tell you about it. I'm just gonna keep going down this list because we're we're about halfway through. We're almost done. I'm going really quick now, just listing off people. There's actually something I need to say, and now go I ahead. Remember. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. No, no, it's not your fault. I I started talking about that. Uh, February first, nineteen ninety five. Lyricist, guitarist of the Manic Street Preachers, Richie Edwards died of suicide. Disappeared near a common suicide site and later presumed dead. That sounds interesting. Hold up. Dude, I cannot remember what the fuck I was going to say. So, Richie Edwards, you know, disappeared near a suicide site, but was just later presumed dead. So, apparently, he didn't kill himself. I was going to go yeah, further into Yeah, because he died that. outside of the suicide site. <laughs> he was near it, but he died outside of it. So, presumed and then he, he was murdered. A, a person named Stretch, who's a rapper, in 1995 was murdered. On November 5th, 1995. You know who that is, Joe? You like rap? The guy named Stretch? Wait, Stretch. That reminds me of what I was going to say. He died in a fucking drive-by. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it yeah, is hip-hop. Dude, hey, 50 got shot, what, nine times and he lived? What the fuck is up with this guy? Yeah, Tupac got shot against, but thank you because that oh, bolted me. Stretch, Dude, Stretch. Me back. That bolted me back into what I was trying to remember what I was going to say. Hold on, Joe. You just brought up Tupac. Stretch was friends with Tupac. He did he did multiple songs and shit with Tupac. Hey, 
Oh, okay. Um, well, also another thing, there's a, one of the rappers, a part of, uh, one of the rappers, a part of, uh, Tupac saying, um, God damn it. Outlaws, whatever the fuck he died. I think it was, um, what the fuck was his name? Something Gaddafi. Dude, so Stretch, he got he got shot in a drive-by, and Tupac said that he thought it was Henchman and Biggie. Tupac yeah, uh, accused Biggie of withholding knowledge about Stretch being shot. Dude, you want to talk about coincidences? Hey, um, what I was trying to say before is, like, the 27 Club is, like, it's on a larger scale. It's, like, seems Stretch, but what doesn't seem like, that seems like a conspiracy. So Kurt Cobain died, and then the next year, Biggie... Biggie, Easy, and Tupac all died within a year of each other. Yeah, that's okay. another. And then, are you telling me one. Biggie killed Kurt Cobain? And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is Three Six Mafia? I'm pretty sure they were all a year from each other. Yeah. So after Stretch died, who was in conjunction with Tupac, and Tupac thought that Biggie might have had something to do with it. So there is that. So that's fucking really fucking interesting. We should we should do Tupac next season. That's who we should do is Tupac. We, we should do the whole do fucking them. related crew. Well, anyways, to get back to the, to, to the list that I have here, um, November th- after, after stretch died from a drive-by shooting on November 30th, 1995 fat Pat, another <coughs> rapper and member of the screwed up click, uh, he, died. Uh, was he shot too? Died on February 3rd, 1998. And he died from hold up. Cardiac arrest. I mean, he he is kind of big, so you might be right. Death on Shooting. February. So on on February third, nineteen ninety eight, Hawkins was fatally shot by an unknown gunman on one hundred and four. Well, one zero four four forty. One zero four four zero South Drive, Houston, Texas. After going to a promoter's apartment to collect an appearance fee, the promoter was not home, and he was shot in the corridor outside the pro- apartment. He was twenty-seven years old. Fat Pat's murderer still remains unsolved. Eight years later, his brother rapper Big Hawk was also shot to death by an unknown assailant. Fuck, dude. Hey, uh, Stretch was a part of Tupac's group Thug Life. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then, and yeah, I did. He, well, I didn't say he was part of the thug life, but I said he was associated with Tupac. Um, Tupac and died then, at 25. He missed it by two years. Yeah, and then I, Fat, mean, I already knew that prior. I was just after Fat Pat. It, you know, Fat Pat died February third, nineteen ninety eight. Freaky Ta, another rapper, and and he was part yeah, of the probably. the hip hop group The Lost Boys, died March twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine, and he was also murdered. Let's see what happens here. On the night of March 28, 1999, after leaving Mr. Cheek's birthday party with friends William Brown and Thomas <laughs> Roman of Boston, Massachusetts, sorry, Rogers, was fat- <laughs> Rogers was fatally shot by Kelvin Jones while he was going towards the exit of Sheraton Hotel in Queens, New York. It was a case of mistaken identity. He was pronounced dead by nearby Jamaica Hospital. The getaway driver, Raheem Fletcher, was sentenced to seven years in prison. Jones pled guilty to murder. Rogers was age 27 at the time of his death. Dude, all these rappers, like, all in a row, just fucking getting shot. Like, freaky top, mistaken identity. That fucking sucks. Well, after freaky top... Uh, in June 21st, 1999, a person named Kami who was the drummer of Malice Miser, died of sub... Subarcarnoid? Subarachnoid hemorrhage. I think that's how it's said. I don't fucking know. What the fuck is that? 
subarachnoid hemorrhage. Brain? Yeah, it's a like it's a brain hemorrhage, I think. He died in his sleep. Yeah, for like a brain hemorrhage. Like that's the way to go, dude. Just never wake that's, up again. Hey that's guys, crazy, yeah. This is Fat Pat. He almost sounds like Tupac. <laughs> Let's hear it. He doesn't really. He, he just. It, it was like a similar tone at first. And then yeah. Like, <laughs> you should look up Stretch real quick. I tried to, and the only song he shows is him with Tupac. And, I tried uh, to, but it wasn't safe for work. Well, well, he's part of Tupac's crew, so that makes sense. <laughs> yes, I go live. And then after Kami in June 24, 2000, Rodrigo Bueno, uh, the singer of Quir- Quarteto, dry- died in a uh, car accident. Sean Patrick McCabe, the lead singer of Ink and Dagger, died of asphyxiation. Maria Serrano Serrano, uh, singer of Passion Fruit, died in a plane crash. Rico Yan, a Filipino actor, died of acute hemorrhagic pancreatitis Pancreat- so his pancreas burst that, that just it, when you start Looks the like musician thing seems more conspiracy like but when you go outside of it yeah it seems more there's like not a, a lot of there's not a lot of actors I, i've always heard of musicians there's, like it's very weird that there's right, actors it, in this it almost you know. just becomes a list of people whose names have been spoken through multi people's names that are yeah 20 have you ever old. heard of rico yon i haven't that. Yeah, but that that's what I'm saying. It's like they're just throwing any person at yeah. any time the artist night- that was 27 when they died. That's what yeah. I'm saying is like the percent of it's like out of like thousands of artists that died around these years, yeah. how many of them were 27 years old? Because Yeah, the, ne- the next person is an actor too. Being super super yeah. big, like whatever. Like the- you start getting super famous or even just minor fucking recognition. I mean, that that is a broad list. There's probably yeah. even a bigger list for people that are 25 years old. That's actually yeah, I'm, act- I'm actually almost done with this list. I'm getting close. But Jonathan Brandis, um, another actor, died by fucking suicide by hanging. And then Jeremy Ward, uh, he was a sound guy for the Mars Volta and de facto. He died of a drug overdose, heroin. Brian Otteson, guitarist of American Head. Oh, American Head Charge? Oh, he died of a drug overdose, prescription medication. I know American Head Charge. And then Valen, Valentin El, Elizdale? Elizadale? Elizadale? I don't know. Fucking. Valentinin Elizdale was a Mexican banda singer and she, she was murdered. Or he was murdered. Mexican I, what? I, he was a Mexican banda singer. He was murdered. I thought it was it's a, a chick because I thought it was. Uh, it's just a. Dude, he was in his vehicle and he was gunned down shortly after leaving a concert. Dude, that's fucked. But Banda? Uh, oh, I just looked it up. It's a Banda. genre of regional Mexican music and musical ensemble in which wind instruments, mostly brass and percussion, are... Is it a Peruvian flute band? <laughs> From South Basically. Park? Yeah. No, so, they, uh, then, they got trumpets and shit. And yeah, and then Damien... Damo Morris died December 19, 2007, in a bus accident. He was a member of Australian deathcore band The Red Shore. Actually, okay. Never heard of The and Red Shore. And then Orish Grinstead died April 20, 2008, from kidney failure. He was part of R&B group 702. Jade Goody uh, died March 22, 2009, of cervical cancer. She was a TV personality. 
Dash Snow, uh, July 13, 2009, drug overdose artist. And then Amy Winehouse, probably the next one that you hear after Kurt Cobain. This is a big one that most people know from the 27 Club. Amy Winehouse, um, which I don't listen to very much, but I think Matt listens to Amy Winehouse, correct? No, she has a couple. She has, I mean, there's a couple songs that I really enjoy. Only when I'm dancing around without my panties, but my wiener's still well, tucked behind my legs. I, I don't. I don't really <laughs> listen to Amy Winehouse. Other than, like I couldn't. I couldn't name a song, but I've heard her, and I. I think she has a very unique voice and a very. Yeah, um, she has. A she really had cool a very unique voice where, and a very great talent, but like I can't think yeah. of a song. But like, if you can give some songs for people to look up. Oh yeah, there's this song. What is it? Um, it's called "Don't Die at 27." Well, you were you were no, talking about she, back to she black has a earlier. Song. Yeah, or uh, yeah, Back to Black is a good one. Another one, ironically, was the um, what, I forget the song name, but she says the lyrics try to make me go to rehab, and I said no, no, no. Oh wow! Yeah, well, she died of <laughs> alcohol then, then, poisoning. Yeah, and then that happened. Yeah, but um, and then after that, Richard Turner, trumpet player and collaborator with the Friendly Fires. Which I don't know what that band is, but he died of cardiac arrest. What is the Friendly Fires? They're an indie rock band. Okay. Not a big fan of indie rock, but, like, I'm sure it was good. Um, do you guys know anything about that native. band? They prefer Native. Do you guys uh, listen to they much indie rock? They prefer Native. I, I listen to a lot of harder stuff, so. Do they any of you guys native. know about that band? Yeah, I heard you, Matt. <laughs> no, I don't. No. <laughs> you want to look that up real quick, Joe? Uh, the f- what, what friendly f- friendly fires. Friendly. Just, just because we're getting to a part where there's big spaces in years now, the rest of them were all super fucking close. A lot of the rappers were all fucking just murdered in a Ooh. very close oh. set of years. Ooh. Ten years ago, I like the way this bitch's neck is going. Well, August 11, 2011. Wait, what? What's wrong They're with their fucking England neck? England band. The video is the woman walking and she's doing that. You guys know the walking dead uh, memes where Rick's head's doing that weird stretch thing. That's what this lady's head's doing in this video. Hmm. Friendly fires hurting. Say like, I'll show you. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like terrible 80s music. By the time he died, they're like 20 years too late. You said right, 2011? They're, they're 30 years too late by the time he died with that fucking sound. Yeah, then this video... I mean, I I'm, sure, I'm sure they had I'm sure they had fans. I don't know what... Uh, like, he was oh, born in 1980. He was born in 1984, so he that wasn't playing in the 80s. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he was a little out of touch with uh, what was going on at the time. Well, I don't know what was going on in England. I mean, well, 2011, that was... That should have been... Well, 2006, they were doing their fucking, uh, their fucking, like, di- their fucking, judging by the shows that I watched that are from that time, they're fucking, like, rave shit. They're, you know what I mean? They're electronic music, house music at the time. And from 2006 to, like, 2009, I think. Judging by the sh- the English shows that I watched being, you know, like, Doctor Who and Misfits and fucking all shit like that. I don't know. I live in America. 2011? 2011. He so he that the rise of Adele. Series instead of season, don't they? Uh, the royal wedding, the success of Bridesmaids, Oprah's final episode, Harry Potter ended. 
Friday um, Night Lights says goodbye, and Beyonce. Yeah, the, again, that it. sounds like fucking bad '80s pop. <laughs> like that was like that did not that did not sound like it belonged anywhere. That was after. in 2011. Shut up. Well, well, he, the guy was born in 1984, and that's the year it seemed like it should have been. So you got to think, at the very least, he might have got big at 15. <laughs> 15 years after 84, dude, that's fucking like 2000. So af- after Richard Turner and August 11th, 2011, the next one in the 27 Club is all the way in 2016. June 19th, 2016, and that's actor Anton Yelchin. And he played Chekhov in the Star Trek reboot. And it says his official cause of death is an accidental blood trauma and asphyxiation. But what happened was he got crushed by his own car and suffocated to death. Unfortunately, it's a very terrible way to die. But he did great in fucking Star Trek. I thought he fucking yeah, was awesome. Yeah, Scotty definitely beat him up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then do you got anything to add to Anton Yelchin? Because me, me and you are the movie people, Joe, so it's like... I actually have never seen any of the Star Trek remake movies. Oh, okay. I, the only Star Trek I've ever watched was like late night between 11 to 12, thir- 12 at night on Fox when I was a kid. I've never been into Star Trek, really. I'm not, I'm not bashing people that are. I'm over here on a, I, I'm, I'm literally looking at uh, dead celebrities that died in their 20s. And a lot of them go into the hundreds and hundreds list. Of like every age from like twenty three to twenty five. Uh, I guess the three that I was looking at. That's a, it's it's a very vague topic, like very vague, like twenty seven. Like it, it it isn't unless they were old. Like it would have been different if it's like every tw- uh, person that's hitting platinum that was twenty seven has died. That's a more like straight list. Like, it would make more of a conspiracy if it was, like, record-breaking people all died at this age. But it seems very vague because a lot of these bands are, like, not super well-known bands or poets. and so It's, like, people that catch popularity in their general areas. After Anton Yelchin, there was Thomas Fakiti, who was the guitarist of Surfer Bloody, died of cancer. And then there's King Kim Jong-hyun. Who was the vocalist and lyricist of Shine? Shiny? Shine? The leader of North no. Korea? No. He no, died December 8th, 2017th, and he died from uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Then, say, Matthew? Actually, North Korea it's just North released Korea a thing. If anybody, uh, if Kim Jong-un were to die in any type of conflict, they're launching nukes. Or if there's any suspicion that somebody's trying to kill him, they're long, launching and nukes. Then, like and then after that, in uh, in January 19, 2018, <laughs> there was American rapper Fredo Santana who oh, died of... You, you pronounced that wrong, of, sorry. I've actually uh, heard of that guy. I don't listen to his music. Is it, sorry, is it Fredo or what is it? I don't you know. know. The I, always, before that, it's, I think it's uh, Frito-Lay. Frito, you know what's funny about you're, him? Pronounce both um, wrong. Hold on, can I say... Can you just backtrack real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Matthew. It's pronounced Kim Jong. <laughs> oh my God! So in in night in January 19, 2018, American rapper Fredo Santana died of cardiovascular disease and idiopathic ep- epilepsy. And then on July first, twenty nineteen, Tyler Skaggs, an American for, uh, professional Fredo's. baseball uh, pitcher, died of asphyxiation. And then Benjamin Koff, um, Elvis Presley's grandson and son of Lisa Marie Presley. Um, 
died by suicide. And then Yu Ju Eon. That's racist. Um, That's a Korean actress died from suicide in uh, August 29th, 2022. Um, which those last couple I don't know too much about, but you guys just got know something to add about to that? The Hobbit. What about The Hobbit, Joseph? You were saying? The fuck? I, I, I was yeah, going to talk that. about Frodo. Yeah, I oh. was going to make a joke about that, but I was going to say uh, he's actually, uh, he, I, I think he, he's related to Chief Keith. I was, I was just saying, if unless you guys got anything to add, uh, you guys want to take a break? Uh, yeah, sure. Break. Okay. Yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to the Conspiracy Outpost. We're here every week with conspiracies and D&D for your entertainment. Don't forget to tune in and leave some comments and, you know, get us fucking talking. Talk to us. We'll have fun with it. Have a nice night, everybody. Okay, so back to the 27 Club. Um, the actual conspiracy, I know the first part took longer than you guys are probably used to, but this conspiracy starts with Robert Johnson. And it said that Robert Johnson, when he was around 17 or so, before he got big, he made a deal with the devil to enhance his guitar playing abilities and make him famous. Um, and that he would have 10 years on earth after that. And it said that he sold his soul to the devil, and that is why he went on to create what would be rock and roll. And then 10 years after that, he died from unknown reasons. Nobody knows why he fucking died. It just says unknown. Like, he just fucking died. And um, they say it's because the devil took his soul, because he had reached the 10-year mark. And, and there's been uh, a lot of stuff in pop culture that has talked about this. One of the big things being supernatural did a full fucking episode on this um called the crossroad blues which is an actual song by robert johnson it's been covered by multiple musicians i think Jimi hendrix did a cover and steve ray vaughn did a cover called the crossroad blues and it actually talks about selling your soul at the crossroads to the devil which is is a big reason where this stuff came from um so that's like the main conspiracy we're gonna fucking talk about tonight there's actually it's 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 addressed in tenacious D. Other, they, instead of selling his soul, he got the, the pick of destiny, mm-hmm. which Ben Stiller's I, I, character talks about in tenacious D. Says at the birth of rock and roll, the pick showed up in Robert Johnson's, finger, fingers, you know, and that that spawned or the he Robert Johnson got the pick and that spurned the birth of rock and roll. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but tenacious D being a big one that has kind of pushed this theory and supernatural also pushing this theory that Robert Johnson sold his soul um, to the devil for fame and talent. You know, the funny thing about, like, fucking all that stuff, because I've heard people make jokes, it's like, how do you even come up with the name hip-hop? It's like, how do you even come up with the name rock and roll? Like, it's just, it all sounds yeah. goofy. Maybe, maybe he kicked a rock and he's like, it's not, It's roll? not bad when you just, but rock people roll. overthinking <laughs> names, it's like a lot of it sounds stupid. Yeah, like Joseph. That's a fucking regular rock. Name. Sounds <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> you want to hear a little side conspiracy? Why we listen to this? It's uh, has nothing to, has nothing to do with the crossroads or anything. But uh, there's just uh, the White Lighter Curse is a uh, it's an urban legend based off the Twenty Seven Club. That uh, it claims that several musicians and artists died while in possession of a white lighter leading white lighters to become associates. <laughs> it became associated with bad fortune and the myth was primarily, primarily 
uh, based off the deaths of Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, and Kurt Cobain. The the big ones. They all the big died ones. with yeah. They all died with a white lighter. In their well, position. well, we'll get we'll get back. Hold on, we'll get back. Oh, we'll get back to uh, to Robert Johnson. Let's talk about the white lighter one real quick, since you don't since you have limited time tonight. Oh, that's all I had on it. Oh, okay. So yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why I said it was just a little What are they saying? Cause is just the white. It was the same white lighter and it was a cursed object? No, no. It was, it was a, just, they were just it was a pretty big a white surprise. Lighter, so it was like a, uh, yeah, they were yeah. a big surprise. <laughs> no, they, they just had a white lighter on them when they died. So they just associated the white lighter with being like a, like it's unlucky to have one. Like, you, mm. especially if you're around, around the age of 27, it's, uh, it's not wise to carry one around. Matthew, you should go look up the Saturn return. It, it involves this, the 27 Club. Oh, really? So let me tell you what the Saturn return is. It's a uh, astrological transit that occurs. Better when return the statement. When the planet Sorry. Saturn returned to the same elliptical longitude that it occurs at the moment of a person's birth, while the planet may not uh, first reach the exact location until the person is 29 or 30s years old, the influence of the Saturn return is considered to start at a person's late 20s, notably the age 27. Okay, but Casey, is, what about uh, what about the Uranus? What about Uranus taking an elliptical <laughs> longitude of my dick? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not talking about those astrological phenomena, yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah, because that's that astrological geological dicks. <laughs> Anyways, um, are you guys? But there's, uh, about, there's a what, about to see my you know, you know album. Well, do you know the band No Doubt? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. Gwen Stefani. Don't speak. Yeah. I know. <laughs> spider webs. Yeah. Dope fucking song. Spider webs, no doubt. Early fucking hit. Uh, man, they have a uh, they have an album that they talk about the Saturn return. Well, like the cover of their album talk it's like about the Saturn return. Yet none of them are in the twenty seven club, so what the fuck is that about? Just, just, just listen, Sonny boy. I'm sending. I sent you the link. Hey, why don't you just don't tell call me, me Sonny? And there was a, <laughs> there was a. Let's see, who's this motherfucker? Yeah, they just like artists are. Uh, they always, they keep referencing it. So that's okay. just, that's all I was well, telling you. If you guys are okay with it, I'm gonna get back into Robert Johnson. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go deep. I'm gonna gonna sure get speak that Johnson of your Johnson. Deep. Deep. I'm going to speak about my Robert Johnson. Um, Johnson So according to legend, as a young man, Robert Johnson, while living on a plantation in in rural Mississippi, had a tremendous desire to become a great blues musician. One of the legends often told says that Johnson was instructed to take his guitar to the crossroads at Dockery Plantation at midnight. There are claims for at least a dozen other sites other than this location, but all of them being crossroads. There, he was met by a large black man, thought of to be the devil, who took the guitar and tuned it. The devil played a few songs and then returned the guitar to Johnson, giving him mastery of the instrument. The story of the deal with the devil at the crossroads mirrors the legend of Faust. Um, In exchange for his soul, Johnson was able to create the blues for which he became famous. And Faust... um, is the protagonist of a classic German legend based off the historical figure uh, Johann 
uh, George Faust, in which he uh, made a pact with the devil at a crossroads, exchanging his soul for unlimited knowledge and worldly pleasures. Um, so there's that. Got You guys got anything to say about that? Yeah, I don't blame him for fucking selling his soul, because I'd probably do the same goddamn thing, because why the fuck not? <laughs> um... What's the price of a soul when it comes to fame and greatness? Am I right? If you believe the the various stories that were told that were actually explored in Supernatural, he wrote songs about um, I never watched that what, show. what would be called hellhounds and that a hellhound got him. But I'm going to get to that. Um, so I'm going to continue reading. Oh, you need reading. some salt and you're good to go. I'm sorry. Can I just uh, sidetrack real quick? It'll take me like a second. Speaking of hellhounds, there's these like mutant hound things. I never knew were in Fallout 4. And I got fucking gang raped by three of them when I was trying to fight super mutants. And I'm not okay with it. They look like pit bulls on steroids. Actually, they used to have black shit, huh? I forgot what it was called. Uh, that's racist. No, so wasn't it like black powder? Hey, what? So, the legend was... So, the legend of him selling his soul. It was right. developed over time and has been... Cro- and has been chronicled by Gail Dean Wardlow and Edward Kamara and Elijah Wald. And they see the legend as largely dating from Johnson's rediscovery by white fans more than two decades after his death. But is that like, the creation of Johnson and Johnson? Oh, my God. Yes. A family company. <laughs> <laughs> they sold their soul to the devil. and Now we're a family company. Hold on. That's I'm all reading. it takes. Oh, shit. My laptop's dying. I might not put that Wait, fucking line in because that's stupid. No, it's a lot. Never mind. Never mind, guys. We're good for like a second. So in another version of this story, uh, Liddell, someone who who, who, who told this story. You go um, fighter? Chuck? Yeah, exactly. Um, placed the meeting not at a crossroads but in a graveyard. And this res- resembles the story told by Steve Levere. That uh, Ike Zimmerman of Hazlehurst, Mississippi, learned to play the guitar at midnight while sitting on a tombstone. Zimmerman is be- believed to have influenced oh, Joseph's playing. Laptop? Like, Joseph's laptop died. So I'm, I'm going to go a little bit more into detail with Robert Johnson a little bit. Because um, he's like the main one because of how many songs that he wrote about possibly selling his soul going to the crossroads to make a deal uh, and shit dealing with the occult. He's like the main guy. Um, and then it's thought that like, uh, you know, Janice and Kurt and the rest of them also sold their soul, you know, but, um, I'm going to read this one just because it's, it, it seems like it's more in detail. It says one night in Mississippi juke joint, 1930 sun house and Willie Brown played their infamous Delta blues tunes to a packed house. During the intermission, a young, bright-eyed 19-year-old, Robert Johnson, conjured up the courage to take hold of the musician's instrument and show the crowd what he, got, what he has. To his surprise, the crowd was displeased with his performance. Even Sunhouse admitted that his guitar playing was severely below par, and he was, better, and he was a better harmonica player, if, if that. Following these events, Sunhouse disappeared, and approximately three years before making an appearance on stage again, but this time he had mastered the balloon. Okay, so Zonhouse disappeared, and Robert Johnson took before making an appearance three years later. So after Sunhouse disappeared, Robert Johnson made an appearance three years later, but this time when he took the stage, people had noticed that he had mastered the blues. This came as a surprise to those that, that knew him before. 
his disappearance, but folks began to discredit his talents with stories and myths. The most famous story that many people recognize today is that he sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads of Highway 49 and 61. To support these theories of Robert Johnson's song, we should fucking go there. And maybe I'll sell my soul. Um, To support these theories, Robert Johnson... Uh, about Robert Johnson, the songs he did record complemented these tales quite well. A few of his titles include Hellhound on My Tail, which is the one that I was talking about earlier, um, which was uh, recognized as supernatural, and that's believed to be the way that he died, uh, uh, as far as the myth goes. Um, Crossroad Blues, which I talked about because it's about him selling his soul at the crossroads, and Up Jump the Devil and Me and the Devil Blues. Although Robert Johnson is credited with being the first musician to bargain with the devil, it began with Tommy Johnson, a musician with no relation to Robert Johnson, and a relative of Tommy's recalls his stories as such. You go to where the road crosses the way where a crossroad is. Get there, be sure to get there just a little before 12 at night, and you'll know you'll be there. You have a guitar and you'll be playing your piece by yourself. A big black man will walk up up to you, take your guitar, tune it, and then he'll play a piece and hand it back to you. That is the way I learned to play anything I wanted. So that is the guy who uh, supposedly sold his soul before Robert Johnson. The only difference between Robert Johnson's story and Tommy Johnson's accounts were the age of which they died. After a career that lasted him just over five years, Robert Johnson died at the age of 27, whereas Tommy lived well into his 60s. Obviously, Tommy was a much better negotiator, working that that fucking bitch like a pawn shop. <clears throat> Matt knows all about he was that. Like, he, was like, he was like, hey, you take, you take my buddy, cut his... His and a quarter, <laughs> you give me all that extra time. See, he's like, eh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Nine beers. Uh, Man, that ninth beer went it. down so nice. Killing this concept it. of making deals with the devil can be traced back to the late 15th century, starting with Dr. Johann George Faust, which I talked about earlier. Um, he was an alchemist, and he dabbed in what was considered black magic. The story first came to life when Christopher Marlowe wrote the play The Tragic History of Dr. Faust in 1589, which portrays him, you know, selling his soul to the devil in order to get unlimited knowledge of, 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 of the world at his time. Um, but in the case of Robert Johnson, many family members have come forward to dispel the, the rumors that he sold his soul. And they have advocated that the truth truth about Robert Johnson during the time that he went missing was that he just fucking practiced like crazy. You know, he returned home. He ran into a man named Zimmerman, and Zimmerman took him under his wing and taught him how to play guitar. And that's how he got to it. But his, 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 his magnificent transformation in those three years that he had disappeared from the scene, people felt that... Um, he he went way farther than he possibly could have, so much so that he created an entirely entirely like new genre. He was the founder of rock and roll, pretty much. You know, it's it's, and that's what this thing comes from is that these people, like the big ones being uh, Johnson, Cobain, Hendrix, Joplin. They're people that changed the genre, so they sold their soul to get to kind of get a view on the world of music and then they 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 manipulated that world and put out music accordingly and they changed the genre which like you look at hendrix especially he changed guitar for years to come fucking 
guitarists that came before him, they changed their entire way because Hendrix came about, he was just fucking shredding. You know, if, I, I feel like if there was, there was no Hendrix, there wouldn't be any fucking, like, metal. You know, a lot of people base their shit off of Hendrix. But, like, at that same time, there's a lot of bands coming up being fucking Zeppelin, who was also doing a lot of fucking crazy shit, and Clapton, who was doing crazy shit. But it's like, Hendrix, he was pushing stuff a little bit. He was doing what a lot of these other bands were doing, but he was doing it as a single fucking... Uh, um, guitarist and you know there was no rhythm guitarist he was doing a lot of fucking crazy stuff Joplin like she changed the music industry a lot just with her raw sound and bringing you know that raw fucking power and and and, uh, and emotion to all the stuff that she did you can tell that she put everything into her music you know and in the 60s that was a big thing everybody was writing to to try to empower people but Joplin she wasn't she was writing for herself, it felt like, and she was empowering people that way. It was a big fucking thing that Joplin did and Hendrix did. And then Cobain was the voice of the grunge generation, so they say, changed the fucking music industry before killing himself, you know. And then Amy Winehouse, I, I don't... Yeah, allegedly. Amy Winehouse, I don't know much about her, but I know that uh, she she did revitalize like a lot of the pop stuff at the time and brought a bluesiness back to it. I can't speak too much on Amy Winehouse, but I know that was the case. She brought a bluesiness back to pop culture. Um, she was like, if if it, I'm not the first person to say this, but a lot of people say that Amy Winehouse was the 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 rebirth of Janis Joplin. Um, Matt knows way more about Amy Winehouse than I than I do, but I feel like sh- her contribution to music was she she brought back um, um, the, the rawness to pop culture in that time where pop music like rock and metal was already doing what they were. They were getting past their grunge, the the rawness of grunge. But Amy Winehouse came into the fucking pop culture, fucking rose in pop standings, and fucking really made shit back to the music in my opinion I don't know what the rest of you would say what do you think Matt definitely there's a lot of powerhouses that died coincidentally at 27 yeah of like the music industry um it was a crazy thing me I mean I'm not really a firm believer in it but it is pretty weird I think there's a possibility that like um I don't. This would have to go into to the fact that if you're religious, then you would believe this. But uh, I think there's a big possibility that's, that yeah, I think that's that, the biggest like, one with um, that with me. Like if, if if you do believe in religion, I think there's a possibility that they did this. And if if not, if you're if you're atheist or even agnostic, then what 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 I could boil it down to would be that they saw what they were. They tried to make themselves in the in the vision of the music of that day but they weren't able to do it. And especially in Robert Johnson's case, he tried to do what was happening at the time. And he went and fucking just learned music and created his own style. Probably didn't necessarily just sell his soul, but like just kind of probably shut everyone out and just did his own thing. You know, disappeared for a couple of years, just did his own thing. But like, as far as like, if, if you are a religious person or if you believe in like, fuck it, it might not be religious. It could be a fucking genius. It could be any a fucking... Uh, Tolpa or fucking something like that. I don't know. Um, but whatever you believe, I feel like they could have made a deal with some omnipotent being 
Like that is that, that does seem wild. that does yeah. seem like a, a very possible thing. Mm-hmm. Especially with all of them, because honestly, with Kurt Cobain's thing, he shouldn't have gotten as big as he was, um, in my opinion. Because he wasn't really doing anything that different. He was kind of just just pulling on uh, fucking. He was tapping into Bowie and shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey, what do Bowie you think? seems like someone that changed the music industry, and he lived to a ripe old age of whatever he lived to. Um, there's plenty of people that changed the music <laughs> into old age or whatever he lived to. Well, well, I don't know when he died, but I know it was like he was older. Like, there's plenty of people who have. Who it was have at cha- least 28. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of people who have who have who have changed the Four music times. industry way more than the the people in the 27 Club. Maybe not more than Robert Johnson, but like plenty of people in the music industry who changed a genre, just intensely. You know, being fucking David Bowie, Prince, uh, fucking. Goddamn fucking Metallica changed the fucking genre like hella. And none of them are dead, or if, if they did die, they died way later. So it's like, it's hard It's hard to take this one seriously, but I can believe it to, to a certain extent just because of Robert Johnson. But only Robert Johnson. As far as the rest of them go, I don't know. Chasing his clout. <laughs> but I only believe the Robert Johnson thing a little bit just because of all the songs that he wrote with all the fucking devil imagery and him actually talk about selling his soul it's like well huh that's interesting mm-hmm. you know other than that it's like the rest of them it's everybody wants to take the shit that they listened to beforehand and push it just a little bit farther prince did it david bowie did it fucking rolling stones did it beatles did it you know and and none of them died at 27 well i guess a rolling stones member died at 27 uh <laughs> But, like, the rest of them, you know, it's, it's, there's so many people who changed rock and roll and, and, and pop music. But, no, there's, there's so many people who uh, changed music for the better or worse, whatever you want to look at it, depending on what kind of music you're into, um, mm-hmm. who died at various other ages that weren't part of the 27 Club. The only one that I can possibly get on board with is is Robert Johnson, and then maybe uh, uh, Cobain, but that's about it. But like, that's just me speaking as from a rocker's standpoint. Mm-hmm. That's something malicious might be about, you know. I mean, according to like fucking popular media, if anybody was gonna sell their soul, it'd be the fucking rockers and metalheads. Oh, for sure, definitely. But like, look for at sure. Ozzy. That motherfucker's old as shit. Probably gonna die soon, unfortunately. He's the king of darkness. Well, the prince allegedly. of darkness. Prince, prince of darkness. Of darkness. King of darkness uh, he, is. Uh, I mean, his band Black Sabbath is. pretty much created heavy metal, and like, he's still alive. Everybody in Black Sabbath is still alive. Like, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? Motherfuckers are selling think- their souls. You, you think so? I, Robert Johnson or like on. all of them? All Because I, I, I think Robert Johnson. Even the younger sh- ones. It didn't even have to be 27. It just depends on when they take the deal. any like religious yeah. standpoint kind of thing. So and and how good know. they are at negotiating. <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a devil, like a religious devil. Could it be a trickster or. Yeah, or, some sort of could, creature. Could be world order. Could be something a crazy. A skinwalker. Who fucking yeah. knows? Who knows? Maybe they're just. They're 
they're all on an island together, really just alive, and we just see. But Clone. yeah, I know, I know I've been talking probably most of this episode. That it's like this has been an episode where I've pretty much talked the entire time. Are you good? Um, man? And I wish I wish Joe's computer wouldn't have died because I feel like he would have had a lot to say. But uh, what what do you think, Matt? I think it's weird, but I I think maybe just run luck. I don't know. Yeah, either thing just shit happened the way it did, and that's just about it. I kind of think so. I think, well, a, a lot of these characters are it's super interesting, so I think maybe there was some malice involved, possibly. Um, really, I I wouldn't I wouldn't put any of like anything that comes like religiously. I I wouldn't put that as a cause though. Hmm. Just because well, I don't really follow that, but. And then. And then Casey believes, and I said my piece, so uh, I think we'll leave it there. I think we got enough in there talking about the 27 Club beforehand. And then, like, yeah. for this one, there's only, there's, there's only, like, a couple fucking conspiracies, but, like, I, I feel they're, they're valid. I don't know. I chose this one. I talked through this one. Um, it was a good one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Let, let me know what you guys think. I, I, I really want to uh, check your stuff. We have our social medias up now. And uh, I want to know what you guys think. If you have more fucking information on this, I would love to hear it. Because this is the one I chose. And I personally really like this theory just because I like rock music. This is my shit. This is what I like to talk about. I love talking about music. And I want to talk about it with you guys. So please, fucking comment. Let's get involved in this shit, everyone. Um... But I think we cover this the best that we can tonight, and uh, people got to get going. It's already really late at night. But, uh, yeah, let's hear from you guys. We're going to dip out. So I was pretty much your host. I was pretty much your host this fucking episode. I'm Mike. Casey. Matt. And Jumpin' Jack Joseph. Computer died, so he... Yeah, his computer died, so uh, he left like five minutes ago. But he loves you guys, too. We'll be back at this shit next week, so tune in.